first-team All-Big 12 quarterback, first-team All-Big 12 running back, and nobody's talking about him. The Kansas Jayhawks, are they back? This is Locked On Big 12. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Big 12. Trick Toll from ESPN Central Texas. Thank you for making Locked On Big 12 your first listen every single day. Brittany Rose with us. Big 12 after dark. Brittany, let's jump in. Kansas. I Look, I, Jalen Daniels is good at football. They've got first-team All-Big 12 quarterback, first-team All-Big 12 running back, one of the, maybe the best offense in the league, but also maybe the worst defense in the league. Uh, is Kansas not getting enough love, or is this lack of love warranted? I would say, and thank you so much for having me on here, Drake. I would say, personally, Kansas is kind of where I am when Iowa State got decent a few seasons ago, where they do okay, you you hit a bowl game, and then you have some fans that automatically assume that they're going to win the natty off the bat. They're going to be everything. But because of watching Iowa State have great seasons and then all of a sudden have – a really bad season this last year. I'm a little bit hesitant until I get my hopes up about a team that's had one decent season. I think they have a a pretty difficult schedule. I mean, they play Texas at Texas. They Which is difficult for everyone except for Kansas, might I add. Exactly. That's the only thing on their their end that might save them. They have to go to Oklahoma State. The lucky thing for them is that some of the harder schools that they play are home games. So Oklahoma, Texas Tech, and Kansas State are all home games. But I think they're going to – they kind of have a hard multi-game stretch towards October and November. So I think it'll really – either at the beginning of the season, they're going to do great, and that's going to kick them off on the right foot, or they're going to absolutely tank and lose the game to Illinois, and that's the end. Yeah, we were in a spot last year early in the Kansas season where college game day, right? We were in a spot where it's, can this Kansas team make a big 12 championship? That was a real, that was a real conversation going on amongst conference hosts. And now this year you've got Missouri state, which very well should be a win. Illinois is tough, but winnable. Nevada, obviously winnable. BYU, we don't know what Keaton Slovis is going to be. And then at Texas, I get it. I get it. Going five and oh, in that five game stretch is really tough. But nobody thought Kansas would have such a hot start last year. It's not out of the question for at least at least the Jayhawks to make some noise, especially with it. And again, it's where I want to go. The offense here, the Jalen Daniels is probably the best quarterback in this league. I, I agree with you on that. I I have him as my Heisman dark horse. Um, yeah, I'm. I do think they have an easy start to their schedule. My biggest question mark is whether they're going to be able to finish up the schedule, which they didn't do as much last year. Well, okay, I say that. Right? <laughs> it, it could have been. It could have been much worse. And it's a Kansas team that that beat Oklahoma State, that beat yeah. Iowa State, that beat West Virginia. Uh, you, you didn't expect to see that from Lance Leipold and. When you talk about Devin Neal being a hell of a running back and you, you talk about Jalen Daniels, who are we missing? It, it, who who else is there offensively, defensively that the Big 12 fans are overlooking as somebody who could be a cog for the Kansas Jayhawks? Honestly, my eyes are solely on Jalen Daniels. I think he has the ability to to kill it for their team. I mean, 
It's like when we had Brock Purdy, I, I truly believe that if you have a good quarterback, you have a good coach, you're, you're set. I, I think that, and also they go into the fact that people are going to underestimate them. And I think that plays to their favor as well, because whenever you have teams underestimating you, thinking that you're an easy game and just a bye week, well, surprise, surprise. Jalen Daniels, 66% completion percentage, which Quinn Ewers was at 58, just if you wanted a little comparison. Uh, Daniels also 8.8 yards per attempt. That is unbelievable. 18 touchdowns to just four interceptions. Because people say Kansas quarterback, and they say Jalen Daniels, not enough. That There's not a lot of, of hype around that, but those numbers are un- unbelievable. They're, they're insane. Um, then I look at, at Kansas as a whole, though. Lance Leipold, I think he stays there for a while. Post Jalen Daniels, post all this hype, is there an avenue where Kansas is a, a legitimate player in the new Big 12? See, and that's where I worry because, like I mentioned with Iowa State, right, once they lost all of their good team members, they had a real bad season last year. So it's going to be whether they can get on the momentum this year and whether they can do some recruiting from doing well. I think if they see back-to-back successful seasons that they'll have better outlooks when it comes to recruiting. But if they're only going to have a bowl eligible season last year and then do so, so this year, maybe a little bit more difficult for them. Yeah, Kobe Bryant, big play machine, first team, all big 12 last year. You talk about uh, some of these guys that the linebackers from Craig Young to Rich Miller, to Taiwan Berryhill, who I have in my notes who are all back seven returners on defense. And Lance Leibold has called this the most physical spring ball that he has ever had, uh, probably in the history of Kansas football as well. And you, you talk defensively. Are we in a big 12 now with these 14 teams where, the defense really matters or is this still an offensive uh, offensive league? I know, I know Iowa state has been one of the teams changing that offensive mold. They're a <laughs> defensive squad most years. Uh, do you feel like without a defense, Kansas could still win the big 12? It depends on their opponents each year for this year. I mean, it's, I'll be curious to see how they do against the new schools because they play BYU, UCF, and Cincinnati. So they have three of the new schools, as well as see them play a Big Ten opponent against Illinois. I think that the Big 12 is still very prominently offense-based, but I do think, like you mentioned, some schools are coming into um, stronger defenses, and I think we're becoming pretty strong at both. And so, unless they have both an insane offense and at least a decent defense, I think they're going to struggle a little bit more than they think. Kansas has a win percentage in the last five years of twenty four percent. They are in the they are below fiftieth in the nation in all time wins win percentage wins in the last hundred years fifty years twenty five years ten years. They have twenty three wins in the last ten years in Lawrence and recruiting wise in twenty twenty two they have the number one hundred and seventeen class in America. Uh, it was up to number seventy two seventy two this last year though. So Kansas Jayhawks fans, I, I don't know if the success the success is sustain- sustainable. And I don't know if you'll be good this year, but you'll be damn fun. And that makes me happy. Brittany, I want to go to Iowa State next and the debacle that is going on there. But first, this is Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, I promise Brittany's not going anywhere, but I got to tell you. 
about one of my favorite things in this entire world, and that's eBay Motors. I my, my there are parts for my car that I don't have, um, and I, I needed them, such as there's like a belt thing. My car was making a weird noise. I got back home from Alaska. You guys know I was there, and then my dad was like, "Oh, hey, by the way, your car's not working." Turns out I had a belt loose. What does that mean? I don't. What does the belt do? I I don't understand. But eBay, eBay Motors did. I went to eBay Motors. I found the right parts because I just put my car in and it told me what I needed. It's like a mechanic, except you get to be the mechanic. You find the part and somebody else can put it in for you. You just get the part a lot cheaper at eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts. I can't count that high. I'd be impressed if you could. You'll be back in the game in no time. It's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts. Get the right fit. Get the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay's guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only and exclusions do apply. Brittany, those Iowa State Cyclones, they are going through the ringer. <laughs> Who is left on this team? Who is not being kicked off the team at this point? Well, we have, we've lost our quarterback and we've lost our running back at this point. I know we have two backups set up that people aren't so worried about Decker's leaving because they think that our backups are honestly going to be better than Decker's was. I don't know. I think that after last year already being a bad season, yeah. coming in with losing a bunch of players and just the – just kind of the stigma surrounding everything that went down, it's going to be difficult. We start off playing you and I, which is a hard game every single year. Yeah. Then we play Iowa, who also is in trouble. (laughs) But I feel like their losses probably aren't as large as ours are. So I think that they, they very well might beat us in that game. I'll still be there to watch us lose. Yeah, exactly. Then we play Ohio. Everybody that I know has this game as a win. Not me. Um, I want to, but every single time we think that we're going to beat a basically no-name team, we lose badly. So, yeah, I'm just I'm not I'm not sold on that. And the rest of our schedule is just it it just gets harder from there. I mean, Oklahoma State never a good game (laughs) at Oklahoma. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, the Oklahoma State game that one year was good. I'll give you that. The uh, the whole wide right thing. The rest of this, I, I don't. Yeah. And it, Brittany, if you think that Iowa State's going to lose to Ohio, this conversation is not going to go very well. <laughs> not going to go very well for Iowa State fans. Uh, yeah, you no. got team. You're defending, you know, team that played in the national championship, defending college football playoff team in TCU. Um, Cincinnati's not going to be easy by any means. Baylor on the road, at least it won't be a billion yeah, degrees. Yeah, Baylor. In yeah. October, at least. Uh, BYU on the road is going to be really in November. BYU fans, you know, you don't you don't know where either of these teams will be. Um, Texas obviously is loaded with talent, and then at Kansas State, you're right. What a what a terrible, terribly hard way to end this season. Um, Give me, give me like a ceiling here. What is a best case scenario? Somehow every other team gets long COVID and Iowa State's the only squad left in the Big 12. <laughs> Let's see. We're, we somehow get lucky and beat you and I, Iowa and Ohio. Just start off. Again, <laughs> that's odd. You would say lucky for those three games most years, but you're going lucky to beat Northern Iowa, the d- offensive powerhouse of Iowa and Ohio. <laughs> yeah, if we if we can somehow get three wins, <laughs> then at least the Big Twelve schedule we can we can take a few L's. 
Um, I'm, I mean, that Kansas game, it's going to be, like I said, when I was mentioning Kansas, that's towards the end of their schedule. So depending yeah. on how they're doing, if they're not having a great season, maybe we can get a win there. Uh, the rest, honestly, are a little bit terrifying. I like playing OU at OU, so maybe that'll work out in our favor. Yeah. I'd say absolute <laughs> ceiling, four or five games. <laughs> oh. Absolute ceiling, four or five games. Can you, and, and also, this 2021 recruiting class for Iowa State, which are some of the guys that are starting to show out, number 59 recruiting class in the country. So you don't have a lot of stout, sturdy stuff coming up through the ranks from that class. Uh, 2020, it was 46th in the country. And then 2022, 39th. 2023, 42nd, which not terrible, right? Kind of on par with what Iowa State did. They win with less. Uh, a lot of the Big, 12s are, Big 12 teams are similar in that way. But can, can you take me through this whole betting scandal? What, what is going on and why is it going on? Yeah, and honestly, I think the betting scandal is going to hurt our recruiting because, yeah. I mean, people are going to be nervous to come here. And, I mean, we had a bunch of players both at Iowa and Iowa State that bet on their own games that even if they didn't bet on their own games, they bet on college athletics, which is not not illegal that, by the yeah. NCAA rules. Yeah. Uh, concealed it, which was illegal, and bet underage. We had a wrestler that bet forty five thousand yeah. dollars. So, <laughs> I I'm not surprised. I mean, we had heard rumors about that. Um, obviously, Deckers was going to get um, kicked from the spring. We didn't know anybody yeah. else. Nobody had really heard anything else. Um, but when it dropped, it was worse than we expected. But at this point, there's nothing I can do but laugh because. There's, there's really, there's nothing more you can say. It's going to happen. I, I, I've heard it's done at least. So, but we'll see. We'll cross our fingers and see. So now post, you talk ceiling four or five wins. Now post betting scandal, your quarterback, your running back are gone. What is the floor? Zero. Do you think there's a legitimate chance Iowa State wins zero games this year? Yes. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> this is definitely the worst team in the Big 12 then. Uh, not necessarily. I still have West Virginia making a good challenge for being the worst. Um, as far as West Virginia goes, I think they have an insanely hard schedule. And they start their season off at Penn State, which, yeah, yeah. They, they play Pitt, which is always a fun game for them. They have to play Texas Tech. Then they go to TCU. They have to play Oklahoma State. They go to Norman for Oklahoma. They end their season with Baylor. They end up playing, yeah, all four new schools. Yeah. Plus a Big yeah. Ten school that very well may go 12-0. and 0. So I, I think it's going to be between the two of them. Legitimate chance at West Virginia, uh, Iowa State, Houston are all kind of vying. I think Cincinnati's in the conversation too, yeah. v- vying for the last spot in the Big Twelve. That's not that's not poppy or shocking. It seems like most people have picked those four teams there, but with a ceiling of five wins and a floor of zero, um, <laughs> truly could be colossal for Iowa State. Do you think that Matt Campbell feels some heat if this team goes two and ten, three and nine this year? I've heard some people say that he should. I've heard people even saying, yeah, that he's in the hot seat now. I don't agree with that. I think that 
Matt Campbell coming and picking our program up for battling for the bottom spot with KU every single year. I mean, when I was in college, it was literally like we'd win two games a season every season, and that was our that that was our ceiling. Yeah. So him coming and picking us up, bringing us to a Big Twelve championship game, multiple bowl games. I don't think one season like last season is that much to put him on the hot seat. And I don't think this season can really be taken into account because of all the gambling allegations. As far as I'm concerned, from what I've seen, it's not his fault. And as Leslie's expected to sit on their phones all day, he, I doubt he knew. Yeah. It feels as though Matt Campbell has almost, if he hasn't already bought himself a lifetime contract. Yes. That's how that's, I feel. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't be, in everything that he's done from a media standpoint, you always see and you go, I like that Matt Campbell guy. He's done nothing to person for, for himself to make himself look bad, make the program look bad, although the players certainly have done enough for him. Uh, Brittany, the University of Texas, Texas University, the eyes are no longer upon them. Right here on Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. Better help. Tell you what, it is it's something that I'm really glad that we as locked on have picked up, and that is today's show being sponsored by Better Help. Sometimes in life you're faced with tough choices. The path isn't always clear whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, anything else. Therapy helps you stay connected with what to what you really want while you navigate life. So you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets benefit. There's a benefit from therapy. And it's something that mental health is, is we talk about more um, for men to women to people who are young and old. Bringing that conversation up can be so helpful. If you're thinking of starting, starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists whenever you need to. No additional charge if you feel the need. Uh, let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp slash locked on college today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash locked on college. Brittany, Texas Longhorns. Uh, Longhorn Network is done. Quinn Ewers, to me, is overrated. His numbers last year just weren't good. This is, on paper, the best team in the Big 12, maybe the best roster in the Big 12 in the last five years since a couple of those Oklahoma college football playoff teams, and I still think they find a way to go like 8-4. and four. I'm hoping. Honestly, I hope that everybody kind of plays them with a chip on their shoulder with them leaving and just – makes it super difficult for them in every single game. I honestly had them winning quite a few games, but looking at their schedule, just like the other ones we looked at, they have to play Baylor at home. They have to play Alabama at home. And by home, I mean like Alabama, Baylor's home. Uh, Kansas, but Kansas has been difficult for them. Kryptonite in Austin, for sure. Oklahoma's a neutral site game. And then they end their season with Kansas State, who I think is going to be difficult. They play at TCU, who will be difficult. They play Iowa State, which you never know. You know what? I had them winning zero games, but you never know. (laughs) Maybe that's the one in 11. Maybe the Texas game at Iowa State. I'd be thrilled. If that's that's the one win, I'd be thrilled. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And then they end their season with Texas Tech. I mean, 
I, it, it depends. I think they could be good, but I think if they're good, it's going to be a challenge regardless. Uh, I would love to see them go out with as many losses as possible. Get rid of the Longhorn Network. I've never been more thrilled in my entire life for anything. Watching the three same commercials on repeat multiple times each commercial break. Yep. Can't wait for it to leave. Never worked. Um, never really felt like it was going to work. There wasn't a point in time where people thought, oh, great, the Longhorn Network is out. Uh, because you can't market it to people outside of the University of Texas. Their fans are so... Uh, frustrating is a nice word is a nice nice word the fans are so frustrating that nobody else really wants to watch or support and i love the like you talk schedule breakdown and, and i everybody you know, the jimmies and joes they, they've got it they've got a great team and i even if quinn ewers is not good they've got a kid named manning sitting right behind him they have a top five top 10 roster in college football they beat oklahoma 49 to nothing last year this is a damn good texas football team but what have we learned Every year, what do we learn? They just lose. The last 15-ish years, they have just lost. They're disappointing. I mean, they are they are disappointing. And, yeah, their fans are insufferable. I mean, they they very much act like on, on social media, for sure, on Twitter, like nothing bothers them. But the other day, somebody posted some tweet that, had the horns up sign and it said, yeah. what do you think when you think of this? And all I did was reverse flip it. I didn't put anything. I didn't say anything. I just reverse flipped it and quote tweeted it. And it had like a quarter of a million impressions and people yelling at me. Yeah. So, I mean, I, it's hard to like them. And as far as the Longhorn network goes to marketing to anybody else, I know at least whenever a game has been on the Longhorn Network that you can only watch it on the Longhorn Network, like a basketball game, it's it's a migraine every single time. I mean, their their announcers are incredibly biased. It's, right. it's a Texas cheerleading show every single time. So I'm, I'm hoping that they do what they do every single year. They choke and we send them out. That as is Brett Yormark, who said in, in remarks in Lubbock yesterday that he plans on Texas Tech beating Texas in Austin, which I thought was great. I had never heard a commissioner come after a team in his conference uh, or tell one team to beat another. That was new to me, which I love that Brett Yormark has such swagger with that. But Brittany, thanks for coming on the show today, bringing in Iowa State, Kansas, Texas, quick hitters, wrapping up this conference to an extent. Uh, where can people find you? And <laughs> was it Big 12 after dark? That's what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Big 12 after dark. What a play. <laughs> uh, you can either find me on Twitter at Brittany Rose. I have two I's, two Y's, and two E's. Or Big 12 After Dark is my podcast page. And 12 is spelled out with the Roman numerals. So XII After Dark. Thanks, everybody, for making Locked On Big 12 your first listen every single day. Thank you, Brittany, for joining us. Come back tomorrow. We wrap up the week on a Friday as we get into college football this Saturday, right here on Locked On. Thanks again for making it your first listen every single day. Big 12.